Pickaxe. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Triforce podcast. Uh, coming at you... We're all locked inside. Still. Um, for, for a second week, although it feels like this, this whole thing's moving so quick that, you know, it feels like I've been inside for four or five weeks. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I'm running out of a few things and I'm not sure where to get replacements for them. Like what? Well, like, you know, you just, I, I'm, I'm, I've like, I've run out of shampoo and I'm not sure I really want to have to go to Boots or somewhere and get some more shampoo. I suppose I could order it online, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What do you mean? I, I, do you know what I mean? It's starting to like. I found some toilet roll, right. so I'm, I'm all right for toilet roll. What do you mean um, you don't know how to? You know how to order things online. Yeah, but I, at the same time, I lost my headphones a while ago, and I haven't got any headphones, and I wanted to get some. And I don't know because I I normally have stuff delivered to the office. So I live in like a flat, and when they deliver stuff. They always like they don't know how to use the door system and they don't get it delivered. And I can't go into the office and pick stuff up, and we're not even like getting deliveries at the office. So I'm like, it's like awkward. I'm not used to it, and I have to. It's out of my comfort zone. P flex. The heavens, jeez. What a, what know, a it's tough like, life. It's just in the back of my mind. You know, it's like this unconscious kind of. I think a lot of people have this anxiety, right? It's just hanging the around there in the back of your mind with like cobwebs and nothing else. If that's all that you're you're thinking about yeah. right? you're telling me you're worried that the delivery to... guys won't be able to figure out the door to your apartment is that the problem no 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 give them the no. benefit of the doubt Lewis. just try it what's the worst a, that could happen it sounds a lot like i'm i was happy with the way things were and i and i don't want anything to ever change <laughs> i think it's just it's awkward for me to receive deliveries i see um and I don't. I don't normally stock a lot of stuff. Mm. You know, I'm normally a kind of day to day supplies person. A right? legit, just a just in time guy. You need something, yeah. you get it that moment. Yeah. Well, this is the this is the phrase I heard the, this week actually. That 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 that's the economy that we live in. Like everyone relies on people arriving just in time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 so a lot of things are only you know pulled together at the last minute on the supply chain. And if one is it is it a little bit like if someone on a you know a, a chain of houses falls through the whole you know when you're selling your house you've got this chain of people of twenty people or whatever and they all have to sell their house on the same day yeah and move into the next house on the same day and if one of them falls through it just um, gets cancelled for everyone it sucks. Yeah. it's a little bit like that I think so uh, we don't know like this is uh, this is the other anxiety I think everyone's all worried about the economy they don't know whether. This thing is going to reveal stress cracks and weaknesses. And, you know, currently, like yesterday, I heard that um, obviously because there's all this lockdown, all these migrant workers aren't going to be able to come and harvest all the fields. So I was speaking to my mum on the phone yesterday. In fact, on Zoom. She hey. rang me on yeah, Zoom. Yeah, what is this? Everyone's using Zoom. I'd never heard of it before. Is this it's a very insecure um, <laughs> sort of conferencing app that replaces Skype? Because everyone's finally realised that Skype is an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and people people were like, 
fucking knows why I have to, are you kidding me? I have to Skype in. There must be something else. And it turns out there is. And this is what people are using now. I mean, it's Google like a Hangouts was better than multi Skype. It's like yeah. a multi-window WhatsApp. Um, Zoom. Anyway, lots of stuff. So I, 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 one story I heard this week was that the local circus who couldn't put on their show were, were applying for work on the farms, um, helping get in the harvest. And wow. I thought... That's pretty wholesome, isn't it? Yeah, like, that's you know, pretty cool. But would they do it like, like, like a like a show? And... Like there's a lad on a unicycle picking <laughs> strawberries. They get the trapeze artist to pick the cabbages. He's swinging down, grabs a cabbage, throws it to the other trapeze artist. A, a little tiny car comes out, and thirty clowns get out to start picking carrots. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be the best best fruit picking season ever. I think that would be fantastic. They're just and juggling so you... the strawberries. What to put them in the basket? tigers everywhere it's a bit what a thrill it's a bit of like world war ii spirit though like the local people getting involved in their community because they they you know they're either bored or haven't got you know can't do their normal job well apparently we're short about i think it was between 70 and 90 thousand seasonal migrant workers who generally come over from uh other european countries where Ten pound an hour or whatever is is great money because you come over, you earn your money, oh, and you go back. Shit. Home, right? Yeah, all the Australian barmen. You're right. right. So that is it. I don't think I don't think Australians <laughs> think that ten pound an hour is great money. It's bloody. It's a bloody shame, mate. Ten pound an hour, but you know, I get to live in London. I guess with twenty other blokes, that's pretty also, much. Also, live off all the it. tips. Yeah, and all the those tips. and all those ladies. Yeah, all the, all the, the, the Sheilas love it. I tell you, you tell them you're an Aussie barman, they they bloody. The uh, the potato farming industry over here relies on migrant workers, and what they're doing is they're they're going to charter a plane. Yes, and they're going to fly over to Romania or wherever it is that they. I'll tell you where it is. Normally, Bulgaria. Recruit Bulgaria people. has Bulgaria. not closed their borders. Right. Everywhere else has. They and, were, we were relying um, on Ukraine apparently. Yeah, and, now and then apparently they're just going to go out into the town and 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 rustle up some some migrants and then fly them back over and. They can pick the potatoes and pay a minimum wage. <laughs> well, not even. I don't. Well, I, I think they pay them less than minimum wage because they give them oh, housing and uh, they give them a potato meal every day as well. Oh, do you yeah, know what they do? They bad. go. They go into the bars and at the bottom of your pint glass, they put a small new potato. And if you drink the pint all the way down, they say, "Oh, let me buy you a drink." And if the potato touches your lips, then you have to pick potatoes. There's a there's a little reference for any historical fans of press ganging out there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Trust me, there'll be like two people that think that's that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So it's um, so yeah. So the weird times just get weirder, don't they? There's like all of a sudden, all this weird, all these weird workarounds that need to be made. Uh, interestingly, Sweden have not done a lockdown. It's just kind of like business as usual over there, but they're just not allowed to have gatherings of more than fifty people. More than um, fifty. I mean, but yeah. for the for the most part, everything schools aren't closed. Like everything is just kind of running as it's normal. Risking over there. it, isn't it? It's 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 risking it. Well, there's there's a lot of debate about about what approach is correct. Well, they're trying they're trying to say that if people just use common sense, wash their hands. You know, so social distancing doesn't mean that you have to lock yourself in your house. It just means be careful that you're not 
too close to people who are coughing and spluttering yeah. all over you. Yeah, I mean, no, no offense, but I, I said the Americans, but I think the Swede, the average Swede, has more common sense than the average American. <laughs> I would hazard. Maybe I could be wrong. You might. I think. I think um, as well that I think a lot of European countries. It's also a lot fucking colder in Sweden. I mean, they're basically staying inside anyway, aren't they? Yeah. If I know any Swedes, they're all playing video but games. But I, I think in, in general, a lot of European countries tend to be a bit more. Uh, I don't want to say community minded, but they'll if the rules change and and the government says, hey, we want to do things like this, they'll say, okay. You know what I mean? Quite kind of practical. And so, I mean, a, a little bit, a little bit, uh, I guess Americans tend to have more built-in cultural resistance to being told anything, even if it's in their benefit, being told to do anything. They're like, I ain't doing no hand-washing coronavirus <laughs> thing inside bullshit. I'm going to go shoot my guns up in here. They'll do that. rather it than matters what to get me. It's got to come through these boys first. <laughs> Just shooting the air wildly, <laughs> trying to kill the virus. It's like those guys in, uh, where, where was it? Was it Florida where they said if we all turn our fans on and point them at the same direction, it'll blow the hurricane away or something? I don't know how much of that story is true, but uh, there was some idea Teamwork. that if, if they all... You know, I, I just kind of a bit. I mean, I love Americans and I, I love America. It's it's one of my favorite countries. But uh, you know that if if the government says, hey, we should wash our hands and stay indoors, a lot of them are going to go, no one's telling me what to do, which is kind of this weird <laughs> attitude where you think, and they're not telling you what to do. It's fucking public health advice. Why don't you just do it? But they're just like, no, it's it's like ingrained in them, which I also they like. Have, being, yeah, not being told what to do is a pretty good Rebellious thing. nature. It's like part, it comes part and parcel with the whole land of the free of and the freedom and liberty and all these things but the, co- the counterpoint they is, they are. We, we didn't have any kind of uh commons debate about whether we should have a lockdown like there was no political process it was just we're on lockdown yeah like that that's not very democratic or really. it's just decided one day after being pressured by a lot of people i guess you know what they're talking about to you and um, i think it's uh it's hungary whose, whose leader is a bit of a shithead has now like instigated all these really quite draconian rules where there's like right for the time being there's no elections there's no this there's no that so <laughs> I, I think america's natural response of whoa 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 we're not you're not telling us what to do is actually healthy in moderation rather yeah. than the more soviet approach which is okay we're in charge forever you're in lockdown. Anybody leaving? All of gets- you clowns and uh, <laughs> Here useless circus workers, let's get you on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. It's Russian. It reminds oh me of when we play God. Hearts of Iron. It's such a Put mess. Tra- trapeze people, they, they do the high ones, they do the corn, <laughs> and we get the dwarves to do the, the digging or the potatoes. Say dwarves again? <laughs> Dwarfs. What do you do? What do you do with your mouth to make that noise? <laughs> what Russians do with their mouth? I uh, assume. Oh, of course. I don't know. I've never met anyone from Russia. Uh, so no, it's it's a funny funny time. Uh, how's how's it holding up with dad's school? Is it everything ticking over? It's going alright. Taught many, yeah. any yeah. good stuff? Yeah, it's fine. Like my, my my wife is just doing all that stuff, and I'm just hiding out here in the garage, and it's been working out fine. Oh my god, have you been attending mom's been, school? I'm, you're, I'm, you're actually one of the students. No, 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 no way, no way. <laughs> no, this is all going on while I'm just doing other stuff. I've been nominated as the representative of my household to go out and uh, obtain supplies. So yes, that's me my too. that's my daily job. I have to go out and get stuff that we're running. How quickly we fall into the traditional roles in crisis situations. Yeah. The man must go out and gather bread, milk. 
and perhaps some cheese. I become the hunter gatherer of the of the family. I'm I'm surprised because I think people were kind of fighting over that. You know, they're so crazy and stuck inside. They want to be like, oh fuck it, please let me be the one to go out. No, no, <laughs> do the, it's the legally allowed like, one trip. We, don't, to the... we really don't want to go out. And now my in laws have decided that they no longer want to go out as well. So I'm I have to drop stuff up to their place get stuff for us oh, too. Oh, right. You're so looking I've become, after some, I've become some the, old folks next door. I've become the lifeline for quite a few people. And let me tell you, it feels pretty good. What did they order on their shopping list? next? Just like, next? They like to get the newspapers daily. Um, some milk, you know, sometimes like they just want pork chops. Just like, all right. Um, just like weird stuff like that. Stuff that we don't get, you know? So it's like always right. a bit strange getting it and and then delivering Do you reckon it. they're like changing their order to to look more to look less kind of I don't know no, like not you know at when all. you normally anything, buy stuff you go in there and you buy like six packs of hobnobs or whatever and they're normally like we can't put six packs of hobnobs on you know this list cuz he's going to think we're some kind of you know biscuit munching fiend Well you wouldn't be able to buy six packs anyway cuz most places limit you now how much of something you can buy and at first there was no um, I guess they just didn't tell the people who worked in the store that like the limits only apply to certain things. So right. at first I went somewhere and I was like, I, I needed to buy some milk. So I bought four pints of milk or tried to buy four pints of milk. And the guy's like, sorry, there's a three item limit. You can't get this fourth pint. It's like, but why you just buy a two pint and a two pint? But, but I did say to him, I said, I don't think this applies to like fresh milk i mean if if we don't buy it it's just gonna go bad right like in a couple of days he's like no 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 no. there's a limit uh and then like two days later uh there's a big sign up on the door of the store saying that it doesn't apply to milk and stuff so i couldn't find the guy to like point at the sign to and, chastise and, him. and chastise him but uh, i knew deep in my heart that it did not apply to uh dairy and and, and stuff like that this but, fucking happened to um leo she said to me last week that she went to buy some i can't remember something and she was buying some makeup and she got it to the checkout and they said to her that you can't buy makeup because it's not essential right <laughs> and, and she was like so confused she didn't know what to say i don't think yeah. but, but afterwards you know i you, you always think of stuff you're like well you know, it that doesn't it make any really, fucking sense. Like it does. <laughs> There's so many reasons that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think I think people have become confused and don't know what. I think it just highlights how stupid people are and how stupid they've always been. And like even a lot of these measures and stuff further highlight that too. You know what I mean? Like I don't think I I I think this has shown that that I mean this is this is pretty mild compared to like some of the the really serious stuff that could happen and yeah all of us are too fucking stupid to i mean imagine that deal with any of this shit is in boots right yeah and he's like he needs to get his next you know his blush or whatever the clowns need to do their makeup yeah and um he goes to the checkout and the woman's like sorry this isn't essential and he's like well someone's got harvest vegetables <laughs> you know, how are we gonna eat yeah do you know what i mean you expect me is to that go essential? to the farm and, then, and but like i don't think anybody's given the right information or they're just they don't realize like what's going on or or what you know like i think people just i think some some people just want to be told what to do and they'll just follow that like to to the t right like they just won't 
they won't question it or whatever. They're, they they just excuse the, themselves. They excuse themselves and all responsibility because somebody's told them what to do sort of thing. Like that right? test where the guy says to keep giving electric shocks to the other guy. Yeah. Have you seen this Oh, test? the Milgram, yeah, yeah. The Milgram it, experiment. All, all yeah. it takes is a guy in a lab coat to say, proceed, please proceed with the test. Yeah. And, and they'll you, give this guy increasing electric shocks to the point where the person on the other side is going, ah! Please, I can't yeah, take it. Yeah, but because somebody told them to do it, they don't feel responsible for Someone it. Someone in like, a position of authority. So somebody yeah. said to, to to this guy one morning, people are only allowed to buy a maximum of three of any item. And he's just like, yep, yeah, okay, that's it. I un Directive understood. He's like Skynet or something in yeah. human form. And he just <laughs> I like, mean, the, the, the issue is common sense, right? Is it like uh, there was a video going around a couple of days ago I think it was in Barnet. There was a police officer. There was a woman marking in chalk on the pavement outside her shop the lines to show this is where this is two meters. So don't stand closer than this when you're queuing up outside the shop. He comes over and starts writing her for a ticket, a ticket for defacement of council property. And everybody around him is saying, This is ridiculous. And he said, The law is still the law. <laughs> and I'm thinking, all right, that is a total absence of common sense. No police chief wants his police officer to come back and say, gave a ticket to someone trying to do something uh, community-minded today, sir. Well done, Johnson. The law <laughs> is the law. It has to be applied with common sense, right? So he was he looked like a tit. They sort of, you know, it was all over Twitter. They apologized and said, okay, no, no, that was wrong. But there is the a lack have of been common sense. Very, very coming down hard. They've been like sending drones out over the sort of moors in the middle of fucking wilderness and found people walking and they're like, oh, it's non essential walking in the moors. And I'm like, fuck me. But like, the thing is, like if you give someone there. like the police uh, an instruction like, no non essential trips, if you don't expand on that and define, like, the, 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 it would be like, like the first run <laughs> of rules that we got were like the very base rules for a board game. And you're finding all these holes in it, and there's a lot of interpretation, and it's just going to devolve into an argument that someone's going to flip the table. It's a badly written it, it's set like of It's like giving a, a robot an order to make ice cream, and then you just leave the robot there, and a thousand years later, it's devoured the entire world yes, to make well, ice cream. Yes, I think Paperclips is the famous example. The, uh, oh, yeah. The robot the where you we, say... Which we went through. Yeah. Very bodega. In, in a previous episode. Very, very bodega. Um, so, yeah, if you if you give a... Like I've always thought that a lot of policemen and police women, police officers, let's say, are very competent people, good at their job. It's a high stress situation. They're the first ones to run into trouble, all that kind of stuff. But a lot of them are just people who didn't really know what to do and thought, I like rules, uh, so uh, I'll become a policeman. And yeah. they go out and they just write tickets and they're just obnoxious little rules lawyers. And you just think, why? You know, you're not serving any public service here. You're not really helping anybody. You're just being a cunt. But for some people, that's a that's a job uh, that's a job that they think, oh, I could be a real cunt, and a, the, well, the rules will be on my side yeah. for a change. <laughs> there, wasn't there a politician who I uh, took some to, went home to his dad or parents or whatever, and and sat and wished him ha happy birthday at you know five five meters distance outside and what went out on a chair, and the police sort of instantly were like non-essential travel right. you know you should speak to us when you get back or whatever and he had to like write an apologetic tweet saying well i was taking the essential supplies and i only stayed for a few minutes and i i uh, I, I just sang happy birthday and then i left it's like it was it's very, very stasi funny funny things going on i i i hope i hope everyone is all doing all right because it is quite anxiety making this whole thing we can't stop thinking about it and talking about it and i know we're a podcast where we're supposed to be talking about other things but nothing's going on <laughs> no 
just a lockdown constantly. It's like, uh, I feel like it's like the plot of a Final Fantasy game or something, or like the start, you know, like one of us. Be the worst gonna, Final Fantasy game ever. One you're of just us, in a room. Yeah, you're stuck in a lockdown. Thing. You're stuck in a lockdown, but one of us is going to break out and get like Goku hair or whatever and get a big sword and start fighting and then Eris will die and ride a, ride a chocobo. The, yeah, ride a chocobo a around and stuff. It feels very, I don't know, it, like, it, it feels like Final Fantasy 3 or Final Fantasy 7 or something out there these days. I went, I went to Little uh, yesterday. I popped down there because we were out of milk. But for whatever reason, we hadn't got milk delivered on Tuesday. So I went down and uh, I thought, God, this is going to be hell. I'm going to have to queue outside for ages and everything like that. I got there. There's like six cars in the car park. And I get to the front door. And there's a guy there with a trolley chatting to another bloke. And there's a, a lady behind him with her trolley. And I said, is this the queue to get in? Because Mrs. F was like, you're going to have to queue to get in. So take a book. And I was like, all right. So I got down there. <laughs> And uh, and I said to the guy, are you queuing to get in? He goes, oh, no, I'm just chatting to my mate. And the lady behind him said, oh, I thought you were queuing to get in. She'd been there for like 10 minutes waiting to get in the shop. Just scared. <laughs> She's just waiting there with her trolley thinking, oh, this is taking forever. I just thought it's just funny. Like people people don't really understand the rules or what's happening. So they just very, very English style. You see someone standing outside a shop. You just queue. You just go and queue behind them. It was funny. Yeah, at a safe distance Yeah, of well. course. So it's was not like, like you even look away. like you're queuing. Exactly. It was like him, <laughs> yeah. a big gap, her. And I was like, this must be a queue. Like my natural, my, my British senses were tingling that it was a queue of some kind. But in, in the shop, it was like everybody was like shuffling around to stay two meters from each other. There was an aisle where there was two lads, one on either side of the aisle. So I had to wait for one of them to leave and then saunter down the aisle. It was a bit weird, but um, everybody was doing it. Everybody was getting on with it. It was it was it was good to see. So what was it was it was it like getting good deals? <laughs> Is there wow. anything missing? This like, is this is I, the most interesting thing that's happened oh, to us this week. Hell. Is I went to Little yesterday. That's the tell me more about it. To tell us about your trip to I went Little. To, What's I, it went like? to, I went to Morrison's yesterday. How Ooh. about that? And at Morrison's, <laughs> okay, listen to this. I get up to the uh, to the till, and that you know, like you know, you know, there's usually a pile that you put your your basket in, mm. and like the, these tills don't have much space for you to put a basket on top, so. They've got this like sort of workaround where they're like, put your basket down onto the basket pile. I'll take the stuff out of it and and do it that way. And right, usually right. that's like right next to the till. But now they've moved it about a meter away from the till. So there's just like this like basket loading zone that's far away from people. So they're like, put your basket there, please. So I was like, okay, I put my basket there. And and they've got this big piece of glass <laughs> in front of the till. Oh my god, it's like going <laughs> like into a, like, a prison. Like a, yeah, it is. It's it, it feels like you're like you're in a in a corner store in New York or something with bulletproof right. glass. <laughs> they like, pass you like a brown envelope yeah, with a gun through, in it. Through the little Sign fucking this, thing, yeah. Yeah, and all I wanted to buy was like some peppers and some hummus and uh yeah, it was like it's really strange. It's just really, really, just really, really odd. Really odd. I don't know. Like, I wonder if some of this stuff is going to stick. I don't know if I, I don't know if people re- will remember to just go back to total normal. You know what I mean? Like, I think some of this stuff will will stick around, linger around for a long time. Especially if there's like a second wave of the virus or a third wave or whatever. You know what I mean? 
So like maybe we'll just have these stupid glass panels in front of people like in in uh, in in convenience stores and stuff. Yeah, know? the psychological impact. You know, it has taught a lot of people how to use online shopping, and that is very convenient. And I think more people sucks will, for the high street though. That. Yeah, yeah, it does. But I think always people will need to get their hair cut. I mean, people already are going to have like you know long hair that, coming out all, of this. the only thing that the uh, the high street is going to be is coffee shops hair salons nail boutiques and charity shops that's pretty much what it is do you reckon everyone's going to be the dick's fashion is going to be the, the the big bun the man bun big man bun just putting it out there yeah. I fucking hope not <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it'll be bald <laughs> I'm hoping that will be the new fashion. Being what, well, people have been cutting their own hair. I don't know if they're going to be bicking their own heads, but they might be shaved like doing be like Carl the home home hair. Carl cut. Drogo from um, Game of Thrones. Carl. 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 I think it's Carl. <laughs> Carl like Drogo. K A H L. Not Carl. Carl. Hi, Carl Drogo. <laughs> He's got nice the to bun. meet you. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Carl. Last name Drogo. You, you might have seen my man bun. <laughs> I'm out of work at the moment because, <laughs> just for, because I can't move my uh, Kalasar across the desert. Yeah, we accidentally uh, uh, ran him into a, a whole band of uh, night wraiths and yeah, uh, we were wiped out, <laughs> sadly. Uh, <laughs> also, I'm, no. re- I'm really sick for some reason. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm really sick. I poured a load of gold on a lad's head, uh, had, <laughs> had sex with Amelia Clark, and then uh, it's all gone downhill from there. Not feeling good. God. Not feeling good about the whole uh, thing. So looking to looking for work, picking picking any, any anything you got going. Radishes. I don't have anything. Cabbages. We got nothing. I all. need to get a, my greenhouse set up. It's only in the planning stages so far. It hasn't been. It's going to stay there for a while yet. Yeah, that's it. There's, there's no movement on anything. Nothing's moving. You know, we're heading for another recession. There's no movement. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people's jobs that are going to be lost after this and during this. I, I think it's going to be a, a massive crisis after this that I'm not sure we'll, we'll recover from for for a decade. I think it's going to be a real disaster. Oh man, yeah. oh Ben, I'm scared about economy. Yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic thing. Yeah. It could it could be could be. It's definitely it's definitely. Um, pin that can pop uh bubbles you know yeah if we've had bubbles that are things where things are overvalued or markets are not very stable yeah it could topple the jenga of precariously stacked. i'm hoping that it'll put put paid to uh the zero contract zero hours contract stuff maybe as a result of this realizing just how fragile the job market is for so many people something has to be done about that yeah because it's it's completely unacceptable to have a million new people just being unemployed because companies are like, oh yeah, we we can't pay you. It's like there there's a problem yeah. here fundamentally with the way it, it's all working. When we're one one crisis away from everything collapsing, because there's going to be more crises. There's going to be more. Uh, yeah, there will there yeah. will be definitely more crises. Maybe this is just like a maybe this is like the weed of of crisis. Like it's a gateway crisis, you know, and it'll maybe. lead on to some class A crises. You know, like it'll what, what open happened, open us uh, up. What happened during the Second World War when most of the population of young working age men had to go off uh, to fight? Yeah. Was it literally that women came in and, and did the jobs instead? Yeah, and then it was, yeah. That, that was lot, what happened. Lot, a lot of women had to, had to do then what were not traditionally seen as roles for women, like working in factories, manufacturing. All that kind of stuff. And then stuff. after the war, they were like, we've had a taste great. of it now. That happened in America, too, during World War II when they got yeah. involved. Well, a lot I mean, of, the, um, it's where they get the idea that war is good for the economy from. 
a war is good for the economy if you're not in the war. I mean, America didn't join the war till yeah, late war was 41. really it was great for their economy. And so they had they these joined, two yeah. years of selling us stuff, you know, and they they sold us so and, and much the debt, stuff. the debt that we, you know, they everything was lend lease and we'll yeah. pay you back over the next thirty years or whatever. And yeah, yeah and so was, that's really what catapulted America into the leaders of the the, the world. Yeah. you know, it was was that everyone else was role. fucked. But I mean, uh, that's not necessarily the same here. It, it's more it's more that the things go in cycles of 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 good times and greed um where everyone thinks everything can't keep you know everything everyone keeps going up you know and and you know um and then eventually it will fall apart because people get too greedy and have been too greedy and all right so here's my question and then there's too much fear you see and then the fear holds everything down here's my question and everything's driven by fear at the moment people aren't able to go out and buy stuff and companies are suffering if you have a decent chunk of the population off fighting the war People aren't going on holiday or going to the pictures as much as they used to. All the rest of it. Yeah. Um, how did companies get through it during World War Two? Well, the economy was now was far different months, back then, though. Like the service, what was different about the service-based economies of modern times now didn't exist back then. There was a it lot. It was all manufacturing. It was a right? lot of manufacturing. So. And and back then, a lot of the manufacturing just switches. Like we used to make pots and pans, and now we make warheads. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was just—it's a very similar thing today. You know, you've got you know, awesome GM General Motors is making ventilators, and yeah. you've got you know um, things like that happening already. And 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 gin distilleries are making hands. But the sanitizer. problem is, is that a wider part of the economy now is is made up of like food service goods. Pro, like products like you know retail all that kind of stuff where right. it wasn't as big a long time ago so now there's a lot of people who just won't have jobs because all that stuff is closed whereas I, I also think if it was stuff like shipbuilding, years ago it wouldn't have mining, mattered as much yeah all that would have carried on and they would have been considered essential workers that wouldn't have been sent off yeah to the war right yeah interesting yeah it's it's, it's interesting to think about what what we're what kind of road we're in front i don't think really anyone knows i think a lot of people are assuming that um you know this is just a temporary thing and then we'll we'll just carry on again but i think it's going to i think it's going to reveal some some bad companies i think the government is scared that comp- that it will be a domino effect of people going bust causing other people to go bust that are, that are good and it's about keeping f- floating good businesses that are having tough times keeping them alive so yeah. they can um not bring everything down All unnecessarily right, so here's what i think's happened have you heard of the gaia theory G-A-I-A, Gaia. G-A-I-A. The planet is a living, intelligent thing that responds to stuff that happens to it, defending itself. Right. So let's think of what has happened over the last 30 years, right? Right. Regardless of what you think of, uh, oh, it's nothing to do with uh, carbon emissions are not what's causing global warming, all the rest of it. There's been mass deforestation. There's been mass extinction. A lot of animals are going. Uh, there's been mass overfishing, over farming, all the rest of it. What has Gaia, Mother Gaia, Mother Earth, what has she done? She's decided, you know what? I need a fucking break. And I'm going to set spring 2020, Every all you little viral human beings that have covered me with concrete and pollution, you're going to have to stay in your little houses. And now, get this, side effects of the coronavirus, air pollution, way down. Uh, general pollution in general way down all these animals just coming out and they need a good spring they've got it 
and all these, the shorebirds and all the forest, everything are coming back to life. There are goats running around in Wales, yeah. in town centres, because they're free. It's like nature has been liberated for a short time. Yeah. I think we should have this every year, two months, everybody fucking stays indoors. Yeah. yeah exactly. Otherwise, Mother exactly. Gaia's going to get angry, Lewis. Well, so, I mean, that's why she does well, already get angry. Who knows what it's going to be next time? A volcano? That she, yeah, she makes volcanoes erupt and she throws hurricanes at the USA right. and, and everything else. But like they're she's, minor compared to this. You ever wonder why the US gets so many hurricanes? <laughs> Weather patterns. It's because Gaia is so angry at the USA. Gaia is living. One of the biggest polluters in the world. No, no, no. That's because that's Gaia's butthole. Oh, right. Gaia's um, butthole. That's a uh, hurricane is, is, is her way I of wiping. I could believe that Florida is the planet's butthole. As anyone who's been Whereas, to Florida like, will attest. Florida, um, the planet's ass. Yeah. Europe is her, her face. And so it's like, that's where all the, all the volcano, like Vesuvius. When she was young, she had a lot of, a lot of spots. Like, Florida yeah. is more shaped like a flaccid donger, though. So, like, maybe it's like. Oh. Yeah, but just behind it is the butthole. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you yeah, got like the. That's not a. Sh yeah. You got like the. North, you've, got North? That, you've got like that no man's land between the butthole. Do you and mean the Gulf of Mexico? The Gulf of Mexico. I guess right. so. <laughs> the, the sure. No man's land. As <laughs> <laughs> we call yeah. it. It, 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 it. That that area has many names. Um, I was. I was. I, I've always referred to Northwestern Florida as the taint right. of the United States. The it's taint. just, just. It's not quite Texas. It's not quite Florida. It's just I think between, that's appropriate between in the many Donner. ways. If you've ever been to Northwest Florida, it's a taint, all right. And then you're getting into like uh, towards Texas. What is first? New Orleans is in. What is? Where's New Orleans? What state is New Orleans in? Mississippi. Have you seen Tiger King yet? By the way, have you watched? No, I haven't watched it. I, I, Louisiana. My wife wanted to watch it yesterday, Lewis. She was like. Let's watch this Tiger King, and I just thought, man, I oh, I don't want to watch some fucking you know like th this guy was on Louis Theroux, and I just I'm sick of watching these documentaries about really fucking eccentric weird guys Americans who have like these fucking shady pasts and stuff, and it's I haven't watched it yet. I really want to so watch depressing. it. So depressing. Oh, it's good. It's fucking good. It's kind of it's kind of feel good. It's just mental. It's wait. The, it's how really is Tiger watching. King feel good when he kills a bunch of tigers? Apparently, well, not really. He doesn't doesn't kill any. All right, your take on this is very different to, from the take I've heard from everybody else who's told me to watch the show. You're like, oh, it's, it's, it's a feel good laugh along. He's a good guy. Is that what you're? Saying. No, he's like a, a wacky gay hillbilly fucking guy who lives in Florida with 250 tigers and right. a park and sells them illegally and all sorts of dodgy stuff. And all of his friends who are involved in big cats are also really weird. Each of them is like super weird and has a crazy story. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's I don't want to spoil it because it's kind of it, it all comes out um in the in the show, but it's really well put together. Literally every character in the show, even the ones who are supposed to be serious, are just like comic book characters. They're just 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 wild people. There's this like smoking reality TV producer in like a fedora <laughs> who speaks in this gravelly voice, and he's just so even he's he's not supposed to be one of the more normal people, and he's so weird. <laughs> like everyone's weird. Uh, that, uh, oh, everything about that is just so not appealing to me. Like I just don't want to. I don't even want to watch it. Like it just sounds like I, it sounds like something I've seen a million times. You'd before. love it. You'd love it, Sips. I promise. Yeah. I'll watch it. I recommend it. I'll watch it. I did love it. He was on Louis Theroux. He Louis Theroux actually went to his place right yeah there was, there was yeah. an episode on on because that's where i i'd heard of him before and that was why yeah. yeah maybe i mean he's done he's sort of 
he's semi-virally famous for various things. I think yeah. for over the years. By the way, can I can I just advertise another podcast just briefly? What? Which Go is for it. The the Adam Buxton podcast, which Mrs. F is a huge fan of and listens to over and uh, like much more than the Trifles podcast. What? I know. Uh, it's a very good podcast. He's he went to school with Louis Theroux. They were in the same class. Right. They were like yes. school friends. Adam Buxton and Joe Piscopo. Cornish. Joe Cornish. That's right. Um, so uh, Adam and Joe show was something I loved when when that was on TV. I absolutely loved that show. And Adam Buxton podcast. Joe Cornish is on it sometimes. And they have one with Adam, Joe, and Louis Theroux, and it is a fantastic episode. It's very very funny. Right. I recommend it. Yes. So that so Adam and Joe used to do the Adam and Joe show. Yeah. It was a podcast that ran for a long time. It was very, very good. They were on telly. Um, they had a show on telly. Yeah, they had a television the telly, show. The, the TV show wasn't great, but the podcast <gasps> was, was excellent. Um, All right, the TV show I, I, was excellent. You're wrong. The TV show is quite old now. Um, well, I'm quite old, Lewis. I'm 44, as you remind me last week. Although you thought I was 45, they had a they had a six music show for a long time, which was podcasted, and it was great. And it was a big inspiration for. Um, it was the first podcast that made me get start podcasting, really. So, I mean, it's a brilliant show. Yeah, Adam Buxton, he has his own podcast now, and it's great. Um, but sometimes the guests are shit. Right. Yeah, sometimes the guests are very boring. I think they just. And so you as think a result, funny like, and they're not. But. How does his podcast compare to ours in terms of like is ours number like one in the UK still, or because it was for like a day? <laughs> no, it was never number one in the UK. What wasn't ours podcast bigger than than uh, Richard Jesus Richard Brand or whatever Robert Richard you know Russell Brand. Russell Brand. It, ours was uh, ours yeah, was more popular than maybe. his for a time, I think. I do, I can't I can never find a chart because Chartable always wants me to pay money to look at the the ratings. But I did see we were the number five comedy podcast in Denmark last year. Wow, so, that's yeah. pretty good. I'd like to know what the other four are. <laughs> that's pretty good. I assume they're in Danish, but I would hope. I well, mean, but then they again, all maybe speak English like in Denmark, so they could listen. There's to a lot of really good like. podcasts out there. I've been listening to a few few podcasts on the old um, Richard Richard old... Richard Herring's. Uh, Leicester Square Theatre podcast, Rolstupa, for any listeners of that, is uh, is very funny. He has guests on that. And again, sometimes the guests are brilliant and very funny, and sometimes uh, they're just very serious. Especially people, it, what's always painful is when you look at the guests, you're like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. And instead, they're just deeply, deeply serious. And you think, okay. Because some some comedians are like that. Some people, they write very funny, they they are very funny, but when you talk to them, they're just very, very serious people. And they just don't, you know, they can't just be funny on command. To them, it's like a, a craft, like an actor, really, I guess. Yeah. You know, you think actors Some, are going to be fascinating, yeah. but they're fucking dull. Like, you chat and you can't and tell if boring. they're acting in front of you as well. Right. Like some of them. Because <laughs> they might be like, hey, you're the best. I, you're such a cool guy. I'm so glad I met you. But then they might just be acting when they're saying that. Right. You can't trust an actor. Right. Never trust an actor. Here's some. Uh, here's a, here's some. Here's something for you guys. Here's something for you guys. You're not going to care, but it's not, and it's not interesting. But here you go. World of Warcraft Shadowlands takes players to the afterlife. Okay, this is where we're at with World of Warcraft, <laughs> while squishing the level cap to sixty. So we had to go through expansion sure. after expansion of you know like oh, I'm level five thousand now, and now it's just going back down to sixty. After all that, after all so that, so my my eldest wants to play World of Warcraft. Really? I told her, I told her that back in the day, that was like the game that everybody played. Yeah. And I said, I I reckon you'd really like it. I reckon she would really like it. So if I was to get her to play World of Warcraft now, would it be worth starting from scratch, playing through it? Would you think she'd have any fun with? Probably it? not. No. Does she like role play games? 
Does she like she the fantasy setting? Fantasy. I mean, yeah, later on in the game, there's lots of like Pokemon battles and pets to collect and shit like that. I, I mean, it would literally everything that I know about World of Warcraft. Is I'm not so saying this because she's alley. a girl. I'm saying this because she's younger, right? And no, that's no, probably I appealing I to, to younger kids. I mean, she loves Pokemon. She loves role playing games. She loves having a character, right? Um, well, she probably all, like I it mean, then. Yeah, she would. She would. I, I was thinking, but right, but is, does she is like World to collect ten bear noses for um for I the bet, I bet she would local love it. town dwarf? I, I guarantee you, she would. She would live and breathe this game. Right. Okay. Do, 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 do you? Do, would you rather? Are you okay? I mean. World of Warcraft is the ultimate single player game with other people who when you meet them you, you don't just want show to interact off with them. all your achievements to them in various yeah, ways that's, right. and so I mean that's that's what you've got to understand I have flame armor and this is my cool title that I achieved and here's my cool mount that I bought and stuff and it, it, but, but if you want the game you, there's there's other games out there which do the same thing without the grind what, a classic like? example would be Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning which came out in 2012 right. which is basically single player WoW yeah um, you know, and it's kind of a semi-open world thing, very similar quest. But yeah, your 10-year-old daughter might really like that one, actually. She's nearly, it, she's 11 is, this month. Right. And it's, I'm thinking when I was her age, if I'd had World of Warcraft when I was 11, I, I think it would have absorbed my life, right? Like, especially from vanilla. Like, it would have been all me and my friends talked about, and we would have played it for hours. And I'm thinking... Well, that happened to me when I was 24, so... Right, exactly. But I'm thinking, is it right? Like, part of me thinks, I know she'd love this, but another part of me thinks she'll have to interact with WoW nerds. It's 10 bucks a month still, too. Eh? Chat to them. Yeah, it is 10 bucks a month, but I don't mind paying that. If, if she's, Has she right. played Skyrim? I don't think Skyrim's up her street, honestly. It's a bit grim right. Skyrim, isn't it? It's not like... Yeah. At least with WoW, dark, it's got that sort of cartoony look and stuff. And like some of the locations in WoW are very like aesthetically pleasing, aren't they? Whereas but I'm just thinking, <laughs> Skyrim is it has dead one now? dungeon <laughs> texture. Right. Is it like dead now at the start? Like if you go in as level one, is there just going to be no people around? Yeah, and it's probably. Just be... Yeah, but it, I mean, that's not it, like Lewis said though. It is the ultimate single player game, isn't it? It just happens to be there happens to be other people around, but it doesn't make a difference because you're just going and doing quests and stuff and exploring. Like if she's never played World of Warcraft before, there's lots of like cool places to visit and things to do and stuff. Like I, right. I'd imagine a ten year old would 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 like it. Yeah, I'm thinking, thinking about she it, would. Yeah. I'm thinking she would. Yeah. If anyone has any suggestions, I'm not going to do it yet, but I'll be interested to see what people think. I am worried about the interactions with all the uh, sweaty people my age that have been playing WoW and the people that do the fucking sex RPing on uh, in WoW. <laughs> and I'm just like, if she bumps right. into Goldshar, yeah, don't let her go to Goldshar, but also just don't let her go into Trade Chat either, because that's where that's where all right, the exactly. trolling and but stuff But I'm like, happens. how can I police that unless I sit with her the whole time she's playing WoW? How do I police that? Like it's tricky. I think I think you I think you just do single. There's 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 better single player game fantasy RPGs. And yeah, stuff why don't I mean, you get like, a, like Octopath like, Traveler or something like that? Like uh, you know, yeah, like there's a loads of really RPGs. good ones. Octopath yeah. Traveler, great example. Yeah, I'd be yeah. But like if anyone has any other suggestions for periods, ten year old daughter, um, that are not wow, I would please. That's one ask thing that we're sort of we're always hesitant. Like with uh, my son <laughs> wants to play like Minecraft mini games and stuff, and it's like. Okay, but I don't want him going on servers with like fucking sweat lords who are swearing and like being right. being assholes to people or or you know what I mean? Like we don't know who's on there, so it's like we don't wanna we don't wanna 
let them on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And World of Warcraft would yeah. probably be the same. You know, you don't know who's yeah. you don't know who's around or who's doing what. Is, can you turn off all chat with other people and just be like, like I, if I could create an account <laughs> that says like no interacting with other people, no talking with other people, other people don't exist. It's just a single player game, NPCs. That's it. I think there's better games than WoW. Honestly, thinking about it. Also, I think you've got to understand WoW is built like a Skinner box. It's built to like psychologically get its hooks into you so that you never quit. Uh, because it's you never get a sense of achievement in WoW. It's never over. At least in a single player game, you play it to the end and you're like, okay, I can True. move my life. I achieved that chapter. With WoW, you've got collections that are never completed. Yeah, what are there? Like, all the got, Final Fantasy like, games are like have been remade or are being remade. Some of the original, like the NES and the uh, Super Nintendo uh, titles that came out are really good. I understand that. However... I'm trying to steer her away from anime. She's already kind of intrigued by <laughs> no, but stuff the, like that. So that's not full Final on. Final Fantasy Final isn't anime. Fantasy isn't full on anime. What are you it's talking about? Fine. Look at it. It's, it's got elements anime, of anime, but like everything does. That's like, my point. Is I'm trying to steer away from that. It's like desert, I, desert, desert. What is it called? Desert online, desert something online. What's that called? Pflex. I think, Black, I think it is actually called desert. What are you online. do? Why are you doing this? It's like instead of you're like I'm scared of my dog getting to weed, so I'm gonna give her hair. I don't want her to play <laughs> games that are actually appropriate <laughs> like, for. Her. I want to somehow change inappropriate games to be appropriate for. Her. Like exactly. this just sounds like the dumbest <laughs> thing to do. It's not. I'm gonna give her a small amount of heroin yeah. so she doesn't get hooked on weed. No, it's like, weed. Well, I don't want to get hooked on weed. Weed. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, though, I suppose. Um, look, a little bit of anime never hurt anyone. Oh, I did. Honestly, so yeah, the Final great. Fantasy games, like, I don't even like anime, and I played them when I was younger. And I didn't even fine. realize that yeah, was I anime. Was and I, I, I played all the Final Fantasy yeah. games. I loved them. They were great when I was yeah. a kid. Around sure. that age, too, Secret a... of Mana. They've just re-released Secret of Mana, I think. That's another pretty good one. Yeah, what what, what platform? Could she yeah. get it on a Switch, do you think? I'm just going to fucking get uh, yeah, it. Yeah, the, 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 the new Secret of Mana game is on Switch, yeah. But there's um, you can get PC. There's a whole bunch of stuff available on Switch. There's I think you can oh. even get a bunch of the uh, Final Fantasy remakes for the um, for the Nintendo DS, the handheld one. DS she X or whatever. She goes yeah. to a Switch yeah. now. So. There's so yeah. many games, honestly, out there these days. That would be that, more appropriate you know, than we're, an we're, online. But also, MMO. We're, we, I mean, there's so much more spoiled than we were. You know, we we literally would go. We had to gamble, didn't we? We had to buy a game and hope it was good, and then you play it to absolute death. Yeah, because that's all you had. You know, we were a different, different generation. Different but now times. Think, yeah, I feel like WoW was a bit like that even back in when it came out. Like. It was there was nothing really else out at the time that was anything like it. So you just sort of, whether you liked it or not, you just kind of played it, right? It was just it had that that similar yeah. effect. Whereas like now, hey, and, and my only tip is to avoid games that are built to you know free to play or or kind of re resubbing the games that don't aren't like movies, you know, like in a sense that they're they're designed to to keep you in like through to keep uh, you hooked. various mechanics. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, they're the ones I would stay away from. Um, with a real hey, if we're talking pole, about games, just so addictive. We're talking about games quickly what? before we end. Uh, Mountain Blade Two. Uh, Banner Lords came out. Yeah, we've been caning it. Oh my god, it's taken over my life. Yeah, yeah. I so the first like five hours or so of playing it, I hated it. I I I thought it was awful. Like I just hated it. What did you not like about? I it? hate I hated it. I played it for five hours. I played it for five hours. And I hate it. I can't. 
I can't. I literally my playtime is five hours, and I can't it's go back. It's just it, it. It plays like a game from ten years ago with no indication whatsoever of how to do anything or what to do. There's no like. There's all the these like hidden buttons date. all over the UI. I think that, I did the same quest four times from the same yeah, fucking like it, there's, guys. With there's a lot. Names. There's a lot that's that that's not very good about it. But having played it much more than five hours now. I, I understand the appeal. I can see, like, yeah. I, I am into it. I like it a lot now. Have you got a castle yet? Yeah, I've had a castle. I've got a castle. I've I've, I've been doing all sorts of, of good stuff and it's been fun. But holy shit, getting into it. I think the thing is, is that a lot of people played Warband, which it's, it's very similar right. to. So I think if you played your 15,000 hours of Warband and that was your favorite game for a decade, you're fine. You know, like there's... There's not much new, but uh, it, it, it's familiar and it looks better. The graphics are much better and stuff. Um, but for somebody who hasn't played much of the the franchise of Mountain Blade games, it, it's very frustrating to get into because uh, oh my it God. doesn't. It, I can't, it's I, I just mean, so poorly designed in places. It's it's staggering, really. <laughs> the the fact yeah, that it took yeah. ten years the for them to, to to release this yeah. as well is is like the icing on the cake. Like but, like um, like I went the one of the first things I did was um I went in into like a fight with some bandit hideout or whatever and i i had a a bow so i had a bow and a sword but i couldn't switch to my bow apparently it's numcat numbad numpad keys didn't realize that i was just trying to use every other control on the mouse wheel up and down it wouldn't work it wouldn't mouse wheel up to bow between bow and sword so well you want a horse with a with a bow that can't equip on a horse yeah but only some bows can equip this is that game this is that that's this game in a nutshell though yeah where was was it a waxing moon and was there five clouds in the sky when you were trying to do a oh okay that's why you couldn't do it you had to do b in that situation yeah there's no help that's <laughs> that game that like it that that is a perfect summary of how this game but, works but it's, I, it's so like, similar to the old mountain blade like i used to play mountain blade i loved mountain blade sure riding around and i played the lord of the rings version sure and now there's going to be game of Th- game of thrones mods for this it's 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 great yeah, yeah it, but it, it is like if you could get past track. the initial frustrations it opens up and it's like okay i i understand this is actually really good it's got a lot of potential like if people mod it and stuff and apparently people are already starting to mod it like crazy oh, yeah fixing it because like i guess the developers will just take like far longer to get around to fixing this stuff or whatever. Well, it take ten years to get this yeah, far. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. but it's uh, it's it's an interesting one. It it is it is really interesting. It's and and it's I, good. I it's can't good I can't get on with but it. But yesterday I did a I, I I defended a castle siege. Okay, right. I think it was bugged because there was like horse riders inside <laughs> the castle. All of the all of sure. the people inside the castle we were defending. Uh, me and like some other lord who had like a way bigger army than me. Everybody was stuck inside the castle. Okay, nobody could get out. And there was this. It was like a four hundred man army outside the castle, just like you know, like like the treadmill walking against a wall. Like they because they they didn't build any siege equipment. And the two ladders that they built to get up uh, for four hundred <laughs> people, they built two ladders. <laughs> Uh, that went up to the side of a castle. Uh, it bugged out where they were where they were meant to land, like on the top. So they would get teleported to the roof of this like little place that they were in, and and there was just like a company of guys up there just slaughtering them as soon as they came up. This, this went on for like an hour and a half. Okay, it took forever. <laughs> we finally got them all killed, and then um, I, I we were like, okay, cool. Like we 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 killed everybody. 
And I looked and there's like seven guys left. Like they'd started retreating and stuff. So I was like, ah, fuck. Okay. We're stuck in the castle and there's seven guys left out there that we can't find. We just couldn't find them. So I'm trying to open the doors and everything. Can't open any of the doors. You can't open the gates, nothing. There's all these guys inside the castle or whatever. So I had to get on a horse and I had to jump off of the side of the castle walls and almost kill myself. Okay. So that I could open the castle gates from the outside okay <laughs> i opened the castle <laughs> okay. gates, just just went right up to them and opened them up no problem so i opened them up and all these guys spill out and they're hunting the lands for these seven straggling guys that are still still around and fuck me yeah and what was happening was while the while the troops were retreating they were getting stuck in scenery so they were just treadmilling like inside tents or against trees that they couldn't <laughs> get past so we tracked them all down and then there was only one guy left okay so all of a sudden, every fucking uh, friendly unit on the map just beelines to this one position where this one guy is stuck inside a wall of the castle, okay? You couldn't, I couldn't clip into it. I couldn't see it, nothing. And everybody is just trying to like desperately get to this guy who is like trapped inside of a wall. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was hilarious, but fuck me. It's just, it was just so... It's such a so in the end, I had to crap. kill myself... And then I had to retreat from the battle, uh, and then it had to auto resolve, which didn't give me like half of what I would have gotten had it just like had we been victorious. Had that guy not been stuck in the wall, and it's like, oh man, there's there's things that I love about it, and there's this <laughs> similar thing that happened to me, mind blowingly stupid about it. And yeah. Like, so I ended up like I ended up I unmounted, and there was like three guys left, and one two of them were like in a trench like glitched um and then one guy was fighting me and i didn't have a weapon because i'd used my bow and i'd fired my seven arrows or whatever all i had was fist but i found out early on in the tutorial that if you just ran circles around the guy he couldn't hit yeah so i just ran circles around him and punched him to death but it took me about 20 minutes because <laughs> the punch does like one damage so i'm going i'm punching him in the back of the head for like 20 minutes he finally fucking dies and um fortunately the other two guys were fairly easy to dispatch as well because they were glitched out but and i won and i was like fuck me what is this game like i don't i i I, it's like i don't know it's um i I think it needs a bit more work but it's 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 version 1.0 you're already just you telling me that story already makes me want to get back into it weirdly like those things would normally put you off i know the, the battles are really fun though like they're really well done the music and everything and like just the just the atmosphere of the of the really big battles is awesome like you're just on your horse and you're commanding your troops around and stuff it it, it really does ramp well, because up because i'm really into this you know i'm, I'm into that sort the of hideouts thing. the hideout mechanic itself is like a oh that's from what i understand was in warband and it sucked it then sucks. and everybody complained about it and it still sucks and people are still complaining about it and what a lot of people just do is they just don't even Which is do the Lord of the like Rings this. Banner Lord you mentioned, Pete Flax. From so for, for the old Mountain Blade, like the original... Oh, there's a mod. There was a mod where it changed oh, everything shit. into... You had the Uruk High Orcs and you had this, that and the other. And you could pick what faction you wanted to be. So you could be an Orc if you wanted to be. Or you could be like a Dwarf or whatever. And all the, the units and the, the places were 
you know, it was the map of Lord of the Rings. Like, and they'd added a few locations and stuff like that. It was great fun. Like seeing a I'm shitload surprised of there are awesome. more of these things. Well, there, there will be for there will be for this, um, Lewis, but it's only just come out like two days ago. So, uh, I, I, well, the thing is, we played Conqueror's Blade, remember, yeah. which is like the MMO version yeah. of this, yeah. which is actually, I, I think, pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was. I and coming it... from that to this, it's, it's kind of a very stripped down. It's you very don't basic. Have any of yeah. the, you don't have any of the RPG elements really in terms of like you know building up your army and training them and all the skill trees and all that right. well you do have it but it's, it's, it's yeah, different, it's different but I will say far this. more grindy and sort of like the, the army's like you can have a huge fight like 500 versus 500 and i haven't seen any lag or anything like that like it's it's really yeah it's the, quite impressive actually yeah like when you have but the, the graphics engine's a lot crapper it is but when you have like a shitload of cavalry charging into a shitload of infantry it feels kinetic like bang you know you like smash yeah. it in there i really like yeah i got like cool. this huge fucking like um I've got like this massive like glaive thing that I, I can I can I can couch it and just run into people with it and yeah. fucking one shot them and it feels yeah, great. Yeah, it's great. Oh man, it's so good. And then I could do these like leg sweeps on it yeah. and like one shot people with it and stuff too. I love it. Oh. It's a it's a fun game. It's goofy as hell, but it's fun. It is goofy, yeah. It's it, it there's there's definitely isms to it once you sort of get past them, but it can, it can be very fucking frustrating. Yeah. Still. So so I've I've been playing Metro Exodus, which is good fun. I've been playing Doom. I've just just got Doom Eternal. I played I completed the original Doom uh, 2016. Really liked it. Got that. I bought um, home my uh, VR kit to play Half Life Alex, but I it, my Oculus needs a display port, and I only have a laptop here. Oh right. So I can't actually do that, which is a bit annoying. So I wanted to check that out. So I might. See if I can. I don't think there's even a HDMI to DisplayPort adapter. I don't think that even exists. That is, yeah, it's funny you should say is, that. I think it's funny you should say that because when I got my PS4 and I wanted to play Red Dead Redemption, I had to. I have a. I had at the time a DisplayPort monitor with no um, SVGA port or whatever, and I, it was like or HDMI port, I should say. So it was like, um, okay, I'm sure there's an adapter for this online. If you if you want an adapter that turns a DisplayPort output feed into uh yeah. hdmi you need a special kind of adapter like one way no problem the other way big problem so if i want to plug my ps4 into my monitor my mate was like just get an adapter and it's it's the wrong way right all right the, the adapter yeah, is that's the wrong the way i found the one that you need is a powered adapter but the yeah. one i got did fuck all it didn't work so it, it's yeah. a very tricky thing to turn uh hdmi into displayport was shit it just wouldn't do it but you should be able to turn displayport into hdmi fairly easily this is like the dad chat of like did you take the m4 yeah, and then the <laughs> is, yeah. Oh, that was the yeah, big mistake you didn't take the a32 <laughs> after six o'clock at night in a waxy moon with five clouds in the sky it's a mountain blade two banner lord <laughs> yeah. irl um but also i've been playing tabletop sim i played a game of dead of winter last night on on table oh yeah sim, and it was Took a while to learn, but it's actually quite fun. We 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 pretended that we role played that the coronavirus was loose, and we had to stay inside the base and and cure it. So we had to collect medicine and right. fight off like uh, you know hoarders and stuff. It was good fun. Me and Rydian and um, a couple of guys. So yeah, I've, I've I've I encourage you to play tabletop, chat simulator. to your friends, and play tabletop. Play play a board game that you know on tabletop sim. Nice. Uh, I, t I taught everyone Catan on um, Tabletop Sim the a other day as well. Game. 
Yeah, they'd never played it. Like, so many people would never play Catan. I think the first time I ever played it was when we went to Seattle, that trip to Seattle. That was the first time I'd ever played it. Oh, shit. The in the board, board game, game cafe. cafe yeah. place. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. But yeah, no, Tabletop That's, Sim. It's wholesome. Tabletop Sim seems pretty good. I, I can't, I've never gotten into it because I, I didn't like the whole, the support for it, like that you have to pick up like all the pieces and stuff like like it's a real board game. I don't know. I just didn't like that about it. And yeah, that's part of I know, it. I know, I know it's really part of it. dedicated workshop people who have really remade these yeah, board yeah. games so clever. authentically yeah. and put like scripts in and yeah. stuff. We played we played uh, Secret Hitler on the tabletop board simulator. Is, is oh yeah, really, that's really that's quite good. that's quite an easy game to play. Yeah, because most of it is talking, so the the, bo- the yeah. board stuff is not that bad. Yeah, but it was it was a, that was a fun one. Terraforming Mars. Sometimes people accidentally turn their cards over like dunces, and you'd know who was. For. You guys should play They're some just... Terraforming Mars, Lewis. If it's on there, yeah, that is that. that uh, it might be on there. Oh, it's gonna should, be on there wanna... for sure. Yeah. Flax knows. Flax knows. Oh, yeah. Anything that's any good is usually oh, on yeah. there. All right, everybody, listen. That's yeah. enough from us. I have to go and do my. I'm the nominated grocery shopper person for mine and another house, so I have to go. I have to go do luck, these, these shoppings. Wish me luck. Uh, hopefully, I don't get uh, contaminated while I'm out there. I've got my hazmat suit on, and uh, I'll piss on myself regularly to make sure that I'm I'm cleansed yep. and all that kind of. That's all in line with government post-apocalyptic uh, government uh, yep. stuff there. And uh, stay safe. Try not to uh, also yeah. get contaminated. And hopefully this will all be done soon and we everybody can go back to normal. Thanks for listening, guys. It's nice. I mean, we honestly do this podcast just to just to check in with each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's we like don't really talk good, to each other much like, otherwise. So it's, you know. We're not really trying to entertain you. No. Sorry, we're just talking, spouting whatever's garbage that's on our mind. Um, well, everyone's, everyone's in the same situation. I know a lot of people listen to this podcast to help them go to sleep. This is the episode. This is the yeah. one, Sorry. yeah. This has yeah. been a, a sleepy one. Not too much shouting. No. All right. I'm going to go and um, eat some radishes and be healthy. <sighs> Good luck. I'm some on a new health radish. kick. What a day. Brian. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs>